0: Welcome to GoonPod, uh, the podcast in which we celebrate the Goon Show and the Goons themselves. My name is Tyler Adams and every week myself and a guest discuss some aspect of the Goons, be it a show, a film, a TV program, record book, whatever. So strap in. I'm joined today by uh, Andrew Trowbridge and Lisa Parker, uh, podcasters and writers and hosts of the Round the Archives podcast. Hello, hello. There. hello.
1: Nice hello. to be on. Yes. Nice to be on another show. Yes. <laughs> we we're seem to be getting around a lot at the we moment. We are.
2: We're spreading our net widely, aren't we? Yeah. So. Even
1: even though Round the Archives is having a bit of a break at the moment. Yes. Um, we're finding that we're still ha- still having a lot of things to record for yeah. people. That's that's quite nice. lunch yeah. and demand. <laughs> that's good. Well, we've got the equipment, and so we can equi- yeah. we can natter. So that's <laughs> the, that's the. That's, that, that's the two basic things. We are,
2: I think. We are good at uh, at waffling on, aren't yeah. we? So. Uh,
1: I don't wish to know about your equipment, Andrew. <laughs> oh. Damn. Um, He's got in there with the joke before me. Damn. <laughs> uh, so
0: around the archives, it's, it, I've listened to many of them. They're epic in terms of scope and, and length as well. Uh, well, hey, And, you, <laughs> and um, you put a lot, I mean, obviously you've got people who contribute, but there's a lot of work and a lot of research goes into those. Do you want to just, uh, for in case anyone listening you know, hasn't listened to Round the Archives, do you want to give a sort
1: of a, an overview of, of what it is? Well, I, th- I think it's almost, I've thought about this, it's almost mm. like we're trying to recreate those old BBC2 theme nights. Yeah. Where you've yeah. got a couple of hours of of old telly um some of which you knew and some of which you didn't know Mm. and just treated it with a bit of respect I think Mm. that's our our thing that um so so many shows are forgotten these days and even when television talks about its own history it Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily done to the level that I think some fans would like no so obviously yeah. there's there's you know there's doctor who podcast galore and they go mm-hmm. into lots of detail but we tr- we try and sort of apply those standards to all the shows that everybody's forgotten about yes so indeed. you know we, we, it's like we go into the archives and see what we can find each <laughs> each month but yes we do have a a team of people because we we know we don't know everything yes yeah um yeah. but we can usually find somebody that knows a lot more than us <laughs> so a lot of it is delegated so yes. uh-huh. yeah. yeah but but we have we have fun just covering comedy drama yeah. documentary all sorts of things yeah
0: yeah in in recent in, i suppose since lockdown i've i've been watching a lot of old british tally uh, and stuff that some of which I've never heard of before. Uh, things like it's dark outside, Mister Rose, Sergeant Cork. Uh, oh, and I think you guys have covered at least some of those.
2: Yeah, we've yeah. got.
1: Yeah, we've got the whole of Sergeant Cork. Yes. We haven't quite watched it all, have we? No, uh, no we, we like we, to keep things in reserve sometimes. Yeah, we've, don't we've we?
2: certainly um, featured Sergeant Cork,
1: and we might be featuring it again.
2: We might. Yes. yes. Yeah, um, I don't think we've done "It's Dark Outside" on our podcast, we, but we've done it for the moss That's right. Podcast. Yeah. Oh, right. So,
1: okay. I mean, it's it's yeah. in it's interesting. It's dark outside. In that, it, it's one of those series where there's two series, and the first series mostly survives, mm-hmm. and the second series is mostly missing, mm-hmm. and that's that's really frustrating. So yeah, yeah but but yeah, the, these most of this stuff is. Available on DVD now, which we're mm-hmm. quite pleased about. But there are still shows that we clamour for. Yes. Because get me in a corner, and I want Vision on on DVD. You know, <laughs> and I, I want more Z cars on DVD. There's yeah. there's stuff still, still to find. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: you, obviously, I invited you onto to to this podcast. It's ostensibly, well, it is a podcast about the Goons. Uh, and that's the Goon Show and you know, the individual Goons and their, their own individual projects, TV, film, books, etc. cetera. Um, and you indicated that you'd like to come on and talk about Michael Benteen's Posse Time series from the from the 70s. But before we sort of go into that, I'd like to know... I mean, Andrew, I gather you're slightly older than, than myself. <laughs> and I, I gather you're... <laughs> You, you you were you were born in the 60s so do you have any sort of memory of hearing goon show repeats or anything related to the goons
1: i think i came to the goon show fairly late i was born 68 right. but it wasn't really wasn't really till the mid 80s mm. that i i sort of heard them in any great number really and it's that th- it's that problem of availability i think um I do remember having the BBC cassette version of 1985. Yes. Then there were a few repeats over one Christmas. It was either the late 80s or about 1990, of things like The Internal Mountain, Operation Christmas Duff, um, just a few that were on over Christmas. And I only sort of knew about them because... You know, Christmas was the time we got the Christmas Radio Times. Yes. We didn't get Radio Times the rest of the time. So, sort of radio listings were mostly off my radar. But then we had a friend who had a tape of the Telegoons. And I only sort of knew of the Telegoons in, in relation to... It was on on Saturday nights with sort of Black and White Doctor Who briefly, I believe. Mm, that's right. Um, so, so, to have a tape of the Telegoons seemed a very rare thing and i remember it had a little sticker on it only to be shown to members of the goon preservation society <laughs> and i was i wasn't a member and i felt i was being like very naughty by seeing this, <laughs> this illicit tape but yeah um q series i i knew spike yes. for and there's a lot of it about um Michael Benteen was potty time to me, mm. and Harry Seacombe was singing and um, Highway, I guess, really. Mm. So, and Peter Sellers obviously Cluzo, um, but yeah, the, the Goon Show itself was always a little hard to get hold of in my neck of the woods. So yeah. I knew the ones that I knew, but beyond that, I still haven't listened to most of them to this day, as to be said.
2: Yeah, it's it's completely off my radar. Right. Um, um, I, I mean, I knew Harry Secom, you know, when when I was younger, because I, I I was born in seventy two. So, mm. sort of by the time you get to when he's he's doing Highway, I would have sort of been in my sort of teenage years, and it it wasn't that cool to watch no. that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but I I quite liked Harry Secom when I was a child. He was always a reassuring um, presence on television, sort of singing and 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 giggling. I think. Yes. I don't know if anybody's ever,
1: ever, ever said to you about Highway or whether you're thinking of doing it, but there is an episode of Highway featuring a clown festival.
3: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Which
1: has to be seen to be believed. Uh, um, <laughs> and I have actually sat, sat down and watched that. Did you say a clown festival? Yes. I'll, I'll, see, if, I'll see if I can find the link for you. Yes, and please. It on once we've done this. But it was on YouTube. It does kind ago. of
2: depend if you like clowns as well. But
1: it's very, very <laughs> odd. Really? Do you think some people might consider it sacrilegious to take Holy Communion dressed as a clown? I hope not, because, um, I mean, I would and I have. Yeah. Um, and I mean, th- this is me. I mean, part of the church welcomes everybody, especially clowns, because yeah. um, clowns speak of speak of God, speak of Jesus, speak of all sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: if you don't like clowns, I wouldn't watch yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's chocked full of clowns. OK. <laughs> Michael Benton's potty time. Take one. Cool. Mm. <laughs>
1: Thank you very much indeed, Clarence, most beautifully manoeuvred. So, in terms of uh,
0: Michael Benteen's potty time, what was the reason that you wanted to come on and talk about this in particular?
1: Well, I think it's that thing that it is forgotten. I'm going to have a go now at IMDb and Wikipedia. (laughs) 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 Because we had a quick look on IMDb. And... The entry for it is appalling. (laughs) It took us ages to find out even how many series there were. And we had to go to a site called toonhound.com in the end, which tells us um, that it ran for seven seasons up to 1980. But IMDb only lists the first season. So I've got DVD sets here of the first four series which I think you picked up for a tenner didn't you Lisa? Yes. yes. In a network sale. One of
2: network's many sales yeah.
1: but yeah. If, you, if you were to go to IMDB the, these don't exist basically because no. No, nobody can be bothered to, to write an entry for it. I, I think it's that thing that kids TV is seen as disposable
3: mm-hmm.
1: I mean you probably know as well as, as we do how much kids TV even from the 80s is missing Mm. Um so stuff from the seventies that is part of, you know, my childhood and, and my memories. I I just I just like to celebrate it and and you know treat it with with a bit of respect because mm. I don't want to sort of take the pee out of it. I don't want to look down on it. I just want to acknowledge it as a as a work of an Im- imagination, yeah. which and is what it is. It
2: it really is, because uh Michael Benteen had many different interests. Oh, um, well, absolutely he's, he's a fascinating know. person well you know you, you go from sort of science to um, uh, the paranormal yeah. because he sort of believed that he was um, a sensitive and that he could he could sense when there were sort of uh, ghosts and, and yep. things like that around there's his,
1: yeah, there's his interest in UFOs and UFOs because yes. there's, there's his appearance on the sky at night with Patrick Moore yeah um I mean, there's his there's his war history, yeah. which nobody really yeah. sort of talks about.
2: Yeah, the fact that he, you know he was in the RAF, but he wasn't a pilot because um, he was a inocu- well, he was meant to be inoculated against typhoid, and they gave him a dose of a uh, full typhoid instead of of the. Oh. However, they weakened it down. Yes. Mm. And nearly killed him. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So, which is why he, his eyesight, because he was in yeah. a coma for weeks, for, wasn't six, weeks, yeah. for six weeks, yeah, six weeks, and then sort of his eyesight was very bad on yeah. surviving that, so he couldn't fly aeroplanes.
2: So they they shunted him off into intelligence instead. Yeah. So,
1: it, it, and and what's that story about dropping um, <laughs> chemical toilets? Yeah, the, the on Germany, the,
2: the crews that were on the planes that bombed um, Berlin. Were a bit naughty, and they used to use the chemical toilet on the plane. Yeah, and then once the chemical toilet was full, um, they dropped it on the bombing raids in Berlin. And <laughs> after a while, they got a very um, or the RAF got a very angry letter um, from the Red Cross saying, "You've got to stop them doing this. This is this is bacterial logical warfare, basically. <laughs> this is against the rules. So, you know, could you please stop?" <laughs> so,
0: I'm sure if that didn't, it would have. Ended up in a, in a goon show if he'd, if he'd stayed the course. Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, um, what, what is the story with Michael leaving the goon show? Um, was uh, there a falling out, do you know? Or uh, I think there probably was of sorts.
0: I think the story is that he and Spike would, wanted to take the show in different directions because he liked to do Benteen like these sketches which were more sort of grounded in reality. You know, historical. You know, based on historical yeah. fact. Uh, he liked almost sort of mock documentary type sketches, things like that as well. Which obviously he he developed in It's a Square World. And there was there was I think there was just a clash between the two. Um, Benteen always says that he just he wanted to go off. He felt that he'd sort of served his time. He'd helped get it off the ground, and then he was you know he wanted to move on, and he didn't want to get sort of stuck doing the same thing year after year. that That's sort of
1: the, the story he gives. I'm also, also interested in how much he's using sort of the potties and puppets in general as a way co- to communicate because t- didn't he have a very bad stutter or something? He
2: did when he was a child, yeah. He had he had um, speech sort of lessons from one of his teachers at school mm. and he, there's a story in um, that he tells where he, he goes into the um, sort of canteen or whatever you want to call it and because of this stutter, he was taught to do... You, can do you had it to make a noise. Me. You had to make a noise. You, you had to go
1: mmm and then yeah. say what you wanted to say. So his yeah. first sort of request for food was, uh, may I have a fish cake? <laughs> <laughs> and then he learnt to say, bangers, mash. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but the, the, the really great thing is that after you'd, like, you'd asked for the fish cake for the first time, the lady serving says, well, I don't see why not, dear. And then he lived on fish cakes You're and didn't like really like months, them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. but it's that thing about a puppet can be a way of, you know, communicating, isn't it? Yeah. Because you've worked with puppets. I haven't have worked with puppets. Yes. Oh right. Yeah, in, yeah. in what capacity?
2: Uh, well, one of our friends had um a, a, a our friend Paul Chandler who does the Shy Life podcast and has appeared on on mm. round the archives. He had um, a puppet soap opera. It was a soap opera with puppets. And the thing, reason it had puppets in was because he was at university and he could, he could just go off with the little hand puppets and do mm. whatever he wanted. So you would find yourself um, acting with um, uh, various puppets, uh, uh, an inflatable Santa Claus,
1: <laughs> right.
2: a, a, a bigger... A, Inflatable Santa Claus, actually. There was George one and Gavin because one, ha- one, one
1: had a son, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, and, and at one point, uh, round uh, the park uh, the maze at Alexandria Palace, uh, being chased by a disembodied axe on a string, yeah. With, while tourists came the other way and looked terribly confused, yeah.
1: People stumbling across us in bushes, yeah. would have wondered what on earth we were up to, but yeah, yeah. yeah well, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you maintain your dignity.
2: Uh, well,
1: sometimes. Sometime. <laughs> But, you know, I don't want to come over all Matthew Waterhouse, but um, the thing about acting with puppets is that you treat them real. And that's exactly what Benteen does. Yeah. You know, these are real characters. He's not taking the pee. He's, he's always... I mean, yeah, he's doing the voices. Yeah. He's basically talking to himself, he isn't is. he? Yeah. Um, Several times. But he's always treating these characters as, as real mm-hmm. things, and, and especially as a kid um that's what you want to see because you believe in these characters as as a kid and mm-hmm. you know even watching them back i still believe in them yeah, yeah. Uh, did you
0: mm. did you watch them lisa when you were a child
2: um i probably i think i did i don't know if i saw a repeat run or the fact that it goes up right up to 1980 would mean that i probably if i did watch it when it was on original transmission i caught the end of it mm. so the sort of the last two to three years mm. Um, But I I, I have a vague memory of of seeing it. I I certainly know Michael Benteen. Yeah. um, Whether it's that or other things that he later did. Because, you know, he'd, he'd pop up on the television now and again doing his various things that he was interested in. He also had... An interest in leprosy, well, not an interest in leprosy, but he got involved in leprosy as well, was didn't he? Curing
1: they? leprosy in Peru using yeah. armadillos, <laughs> yeah, which sounds like which sounds like a goon show yes. plot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, he he kept on going to visit the Peruvian ambassador, yeah. doesn't he?
2: Yeah, and asking for stuff, for things. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Didn't he get involved with a hovercraft
0: up the Amazon or something?
1: So, yes, there's something about that as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I don't want to go over the old ground that I've already covered on the podcast previously, but I, I was born and brought up in, in New Zealand in, in, in 1974, um, and I don't, I don't remember specifically watching Potty Time. I'm sure it would have been screened on TVNZ um uh, because new zealand television they screened most british programs to be honest they they screened what they could get you know but i, I don't remember watching it but i it, it when i when i started watching some episodes for the purposes of this because i'll be honest with you i'd not watched it until uh recently and when i started watching it it, it kind of seemed familiar to me so i've got this kind of thing in the back of my head that I, maybe i did see it when i was a kid and i just was too young to really to remember properly,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, for me, before I got into the Goons, which was the late 80s, uh, Michael Bentin to me was he. He rocked up on um, New Zealand television. He appeared in a in a TVNZ production in 1985. It was a kids show, funny enough, and it was a um, an adaptation of a very popular kids. Um, we well, would call it a graphic novel uh it was a it was called terry and the gun runners and hmm. it had um a gang and michael Benteen turned up as the the, lead, the 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 leader of the gang the main villain of the piece wow. uh wearing like a fedora hat and chewing on a cigar and and camping it up something rotten uh, and I didn't, you know, I, I just remember him very, I remember the character very clearly. I didn't really know who Michael Bentin was when I saw it in, in 85. Um, and it wasn't until after that, and I got into the goons that I obviously found out about him. I really only started watching Potty Time uh, for the purposes of this. And uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was joyous. Joyful, <laughs> um, silly, quite repetitive, obviously. I, th- I think it's probably worth just sort of giving a quick summary of the actual of what it is in case you know there's there's people listening who have never seen it but it's basically uh it was a thames television series and it was broadcast first broadcast in november 73 that's right and it went for seven series and obviously michael bentin wrote and and was and is very prominent in it he's he's always sort of standing there looking resplendent in this smart blue blazer talking to these potties which are these little puppets which are just like they just all have a big sort of thick mop of hair and you just see their noses sticking out um you never see their feet and that's because they were sort of operated i guess you'd call it by the is it the barry smith puppet company
1: yes Yes. a a name which um always sends shivers down my spine because he was also responsible for hickory house and the the evil Humphrey Cushion, <laughs> if, you, if you if you know Hickory House, I've heard of it. Something yes, s- something something that sort of inhabited my nightmares. <laughs> yes, a, cu- a cushion that came alive, and uh, Barry Smith, you, you 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 send shivers down my spine with that. There but, the, yes, the, the, this is this is much less scary, I have hmm. to say. There were, two, <laughs> there were two
0: puppets in my childhood that scared the bejesus out of me, and they were both Muppets. Um, one was the uh, the Blue Phantom from The Muppet Show. <laughs> and the other was The Count from Sesame Street.
2: So Lisa,
1: just... you don't like a couple of Muppets, do you? Yeah, I, I was, Go on, admit I it. was
2: um, quite freaked out by Stetler and Waldorf <laughs> really? uh, when I was a child. Yeah. Yeah, because they were grumpy and old, <laughs> and they didn't like anything. Yeah, but know. that's what I
1: intend to become, Lisa. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I intend to become Statler and Waldorf. Not-
2: I don't mind them now. Are you? Okay. Not, are you not already, yeah.
1: Andrew? I'm well on the way. <laughs> I'm well on the way.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so, so these puppets were, were on these mounted on these kind of platforms with slots, in, I gather.
1: Um... Well, they seem to have a pole up their arse, because, um, I, ha- yeah, I you know, it's true, because the, there's the episode Father Christmas, mm. um, which w- w- was shown 24th of December 73, so I would have been five mm. if I'd watched it, I don't know whether I did, uh, but there's, there's various size Father Christmases, and one gets a bit overexcited at one point, and sort of jumps up in the air and rotates, and you can see a dirty great pole <laughs> up in <laughs> I'm not sure that's intentional. So. Whoever's operating it has got a bit carried away, I think. But hey,
0: did you ever see? Well, obviously, you wouldn't have seen it at the time. But have you seen? I'm sure you've seen the Bumbleys.
1: Well, we've seen the the Bumbleys that's on the DVD yeah. set as an extra, and yeah. and that's that's a bit odd, isn't it? Yes. Because this is Bentine in the '50s with his with his mad hair, isn't yes. it? Oh,
2: he's got fabulous hair. Yeah,
1: mad scientist yeah. hair. Yeah,
2: there's, there's too much hair there, isn't there? So.
0: <laughs>
1: they sort of live on this ceiling don't they they're yeah. weird weird
0: things yeah <laughs> so i mean potty time because i've seen one or two of the bumbleys episodes and yeah they're, they're, they're what you would expect from a 1950s children's show very gentle um very gently humorous uh but potty time is you know 20 years later and it's a lot more uh frenetic and and anarchic i suppose than, than the. Bumblies. i have
1: to say I have to say, for what is a studio videotape show, um, it gets increasingly ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because Bumbly's is, I presume, done on film, yes. and y- you can you can take your time with film. But this is what I presume is like one afternoon in the studio to get it all done. And I, d- I don't know how many puppets they end up having to make, uh, but the set the set design gets quite quite interesting mm. as well because yeah. later on people remember all the invisible sort of explosions and the sand going up and down and yeah. all that and all, all that stuff because we did watch what was the um the safari park one yes all these buses turn up yeah which appear to be like dinky toys and corgi toys mm-hmm. uh, and and all these invisible potties yeah which i suppose saves a bit of money yeah come out of the coach to like sort of weird sound effects Mm-hmm. And all the sand goes up and down, and yeah. then they get on swings and mm-hmm. roundabouts, and eventually sort of start to vandalize the house and bits mm-hmm. fall off the house and and to to coordinate all that into into basically sort of one take mm-hmm. as far as I can tell is is technically is it's a bit of a challenge yeah. really oh yeah. yeah i I imagine he's sweating under that blazer um. <laughs>
0: um the, the, that I don't I've not seen that safari part one it sounds a bit like the famous uh, uh miniature flea circus sketch yeah from it's a square world
1: yeah i mean it, it, this is sort of taking this to the to the new level Because uh, what's mm. the other one where eagles dent yes that we watch yes. no, no that was footprints in snow and things yeah. like that yeah and i still don't quite know how you do that
2: no yeah. no i i would guess it's some sort of like with when you when they do things in the 70s and 60s where they're burning through it or they use sort of polystyrene so like hmm. maybe it's something similar to that
1: yeah so. I've, ne- I've never quite got my head around how you, you do some of this stuff no. um, but yeah it's, it's all it's all terribly good <laughs> <laughs> what's the one where he's got a cold or he's got a sore throat uh,
2: that's um 1066, I think, isn't it? Is it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because there's one yeah. where he's turned up and he, he's quite subdued, actually.
2: Yes, he's he's not sort of uh, quite so.
1: He's just hoarse. Yes. Hoarse and quiet.
2: And quiet. Yeah. Yeah. For him.
1: For him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's that thing of well, we're in the studio today and we've got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know you can't you can't really be ill. Yeah, we can't we can't reschedule. Yeah,
2: and there's no one else that can come in and do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
1: So... You're not going to send Harry Seacum in to do it this week. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, put put on an RAF jacket and pretend. No, yeah, not going to. I
0: um. <laughs> but... I, yeah, the thing about like you say, it's it's done as live. It's, it's done. Like, it's all done. You know, in one afternoon. I I noticed because because I watched. Well, we we watched uh, six episodes from series one.
1: Oh blimey, <laughs> that's dedication. All uh, in one go. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so it was Robin Hood, um, Crown Jewels one, uh, and I think it was the movie monsters episode where it was very mm. noticeable that because obviously uh, Ben Tien does all the voices, but they're obviously pre-recorded. But I noticed that um, they'd be they'd be the voices would be coming in over him talking some of the time Mm. so it was kind of like um the timing
1: was slightly off well now dr frankenstein i wonder if uh, call me frank uh, oh i wonder dr frank uh, could you actually make a monster sure sure i got all the sweet and the stinky cheese and the coconuts all mixed up eh? already now just the electricity uh, isn't that rather rather dangerous? Oh, sure, sure. One of the voices always sounds very suspiciously like echoes to me. Yes. <laughs> he, he's he's got a sort of set of standard voices, is not he? Mm. And what did you identify? Lisa, cod Welsh,
3: yeah,
1: cod West Country, yeah. German, Italian, yeah, echoes, mm-hmm. and random foreign voice, <laughs> oh,
2: and his, la- his lady voice. As oh, well. a lady voice. Yeah, yeah, because he does. Because in the Amada episode, he does. Elizabeth the first, That's right. And it's it's basically just the Queen. It's our Queen, Elizabeth II. Um, but yeah, it's...
1: he's not trying to do Glenda Jackson. No, he's not is he? trying to do Glenda because <laughs> it's a no. it's a couple of years after Elizabeth yeah. R, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Who are you anyway?
1: My name is uh, Bentine ma'am. I'm a reporter, a writer. Ah, uh, one of them, one of them traitorous scribblers, Your Majesty. Let me spit him on my trusty sword. Mm, my trusty sword. Let me let me spit him on now sir francis
2: remember our william shakespeare is a writer too
1: what i quite like is when you've got two potties talking to each other right? yeah because you've always got one big one yeah
2: one little one
1: and one little um, one yeah. that's like the sub- subordinate one with a silly name like braithwaite or something mm-hmm. like that um because you've got clarence who's the clapperboard mm-hmm. yes one at the start because he sort of he huffs and puffs his way on and <laughs>
2: Make your bed teens, potty time. Take one, core. Cool. <laughs>
1: core, cool, that's Thank right. Thank
2: you, Clarence. Beautifully done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. I've been practicing that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. With with the crown <laughs> jewels, you've got That'll like the sort, sort of American chief America. beef eater and the and the assistant one, or the mm. chief policeman and the yeah. assistant yeah. one, or or the It yeah. is he Italian sort of
2: American Italian American oh. gangsters. Yeah. Gangsters.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was a very strange choice. But. Yeah. The movie monster one you mentioned is quite interesting because a lot of this is based around sort of famous books, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Um, Because you kick off with Treasure Island as the first episode. Mm. And as you say, you've got Robin Hood. Um, But I like the movie monster one because he's he's showing to kids that these monsters aren't aren't as scary as you might think. Mm -hmm. Um, Because... what is it you said about the tiny tears bottle that yes, the monster drinks
2: yes. from? Yes, because you know you They they make the little tiny um, monster, and they've got a little um, doll's bottle. And um, for many sort of, sort of children of a certain age, you'll remember these bottles because you, yeah. you used to um, feed it to tiny yes. tears, and yeah. it looked like it was disappearing. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I was I was reading an article in. Um, look-in magazine from 1974 Michael Benteen was interviewed about the, the about potty time and he he basically he describes potties he says uh, potties are really bumblies with clothes and hair on <laughs> <laughs> they live in their own potty world and have their own potty history
1: yeah
0: I, I was visiting a children's hospital recently and I showed them some of my potty films When I asked them what they liked best about the potties, they said it was their funny legs and faces. (laughs) (laughs) Now, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you can't really see the faces because it's covered in hair. And
1: and I ain't seeing any legs. (laughs) They've got huge hands, haven't they, Lisa? Yes,
2: by the time you get to to sort of series four... The hands are totally out of proportion to the rest of the body. Yeah, they're like Kenny Everett. They are Kenny Everett. massive.
1: Type yeah, almost. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> the format yeah. does change. Because the first yes. series, they're like sort of 12, 15 fifteen-minute jobs. Yeah, just with yeah. one storyline. Mm-hmm. But from the second series onwards, it becomes a, a longer show, split with an advert break. Right. So you you get two stories. Uh, per episode, and this is the period I remember mm. more because you've got the professor as well yes. and the potty yeah. encyclopedia, mm. where they look stuff up each week. With what what the theme is, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think that gives you a bit more t- to go with rather than just sort of sticking to famous books all the time because eventually you run out, mm, don't mm. you? Mm. Um,
0: so, tell me about because it's produced and directed by a gentleman, uh, formerly unknown to me, called called. Leon Thor.
3: Um. Well, it's
1: spelled T H A U, and I've always said Leon Thau, but um, IMDb's hinting it might be Leon Thor. He's quite an interesting figure, actually, because mm. um, he's he's one of those sort of st- names at Thames. Yeah,
2: that pops up a lot.
1: That pops up a lot. Yeah. Because um, originally, I think he was an actor. Because he's in you now. What, what's he in? He's in. Um, carrying up the Kyber. Mm. All right. But but he's he's in one of the things I really want to see recovered. He's in the Gnomes of Dalitch. Oh wow. Yes. Do you know the Gnomes of Dulitch? Yes. Yeah, he plays the plastic gnome in that. And he's in yeah, in this is this is a series that's utterly missing. Was it Hugh Lloyd and Kerry mm. Scott. Scott as yeah. as garden gnomes? Can I can mm-hmm. I tell you something here? Because
0: um mm. I've got friends who I regularly speak to who are um, archive TV fiends uh, and regularly talk about you know lost shows and things like that now again I mentioned I was born and brought up in uh, New Zealand now this may be a completely false memory it probably is but I've got a feeling that I may have seen
1: that oh and it would have been when I can was, we put you in our mind probe machine <laughs> <laughs> because i can we get the, it, the memories out
0: it, it i just can remember these people dressed as gnomes yeah and i would have known terry scott i yeah. guess so it just i've got this feeling that i and i and the name i'd always been familiar with with the name as well before i started you know, before I got the Radio Times Guide to Comedy. you know what I mean. I, I I, I yeah. the, the name was familiar to me, and I've got this feeling I may it may have been screened, you know, in the late seventies, early eighties, or something, on on TV and Z. Well,
1: it well it's yeah, because it's met it's shown sixty nine in the UK. Mm. I have heard the audio of a trailer for one episode, mm-hmm. and that's all I've ever heard. There are rumours of like an audio copy of one episode knocking about but I don't know whether that's true or not but it's just it's just so lost that's the thing that there's there's about four or five photos yeah and that's 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 all there is yeah so yeah Um, I may be completely
0: wrong if um, by the way if uh, if if someone came along with a with a attache case and opened it and said right pulled out two reels of film and said yeah. uh on, on on this one it's the entire gnomes of Dulwich. <laughs> and on the other it's Marco Polo. Uh right. choose one what? and the other one's going on the fire. Which one would you you choose which, 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 which would you choose?
1: Go on, Lisa, you go first.
2: Well, um gosh, Marco Polo's very long. <laughs> um I would that's probably, just a rumor. Yeah, I'd probably hey. have to go for Marco Polo, but I think you'd probably go for the Gnomes of Dulwich. I am me.
1: perverse, and I would go for the Gnomes of Dulwich <laughs> because we've got so much more of Marco Polo. We've got telly snaps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> Gnomes of Dulwich. I have no idea how it looked on TV from scene to scene, and yeah, yeah. But what ha- cause it's please, it's just so odd. It's just so odd. Thing is, though, what if what if you were, you
0: you watched it and you were Extremely disappointed by it.
1: Oh, it's probably dreadful. Oh, it probably is. Mm. I'm not saying it's any good. <laughs> yeah. But I don't necessarily dismiss things for being dreadful. <laughs>
2: no, we, we've got curry and chips. So, yeah, we've know. got
1: curry and chips. Oh,
0: yeah. We, I'm
1: not covering that
0: ever. <laughs> no. Or the melting <laughs> pot. Uh, oh, God, no. My, my, my friend Gary, for years, because he's a huge, uh, huge IE being served fan. And for years and years, he was aware of the existence of uh, Odd Man Out, you know, the John Inman sitcom. Oh, yeah. But he'd never seen it. And I'm, I'm talking back in the 90s, he, you know, he'd never seen it. It had this sort of taken on this air of mystery and intrigue. And, and he'd sort of built it up in his head that it was this this great Inman sitcom that he'd never seen. And then, I don't know, TV, UK Gold or one of them screened it in the late 90s yeah and he was sort of you know the, the week leading up to its first you know the first episode he was just you know he was like a child the night before christmas he just couldn't you know just so excited and then he watched it and he was so, so disappointed
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i don't i don't mind it no no it's, it's, um, it's one of the better things that Johnny It Eamon never made did. it onto
1: our top five worst sitcoms list no um, no. I could name you a lot of stuff yeah. that is more disappointing, but yeah, you know, it's it's, could, it's I, four or five out of ten, maybe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I don't want yeah. to go uh, stray off because we've sort of strayed off Benty quite a bit, but just out of interest, what are the? Can, do you know that? Can you sort of name the top five worst sitcoms?
1: Oh God! Well, it was Carrying Chips, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Man's Best Friend. Oh, oh yes. God, yes. With, um, Just for, for its sheer disappointment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that that's um,
1: Fulton MacKay, isn't it? Fulton MacKay and written yeah. by Roy Clark, isn't yes. it? Yeah. And it seems such a good combination, it and it then does. we watched
2: it, and it's not.
1: Yeah. Okay. What were other ones? Um,
2: uh, I think room service was on. Was oh, room service? Jimmy oh Perry. God, that
1: thing! Jimmy Perry again. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I,
1: can't yeah. I can't remember others what were. the other. I No, we were. did make a list. Bottle, bottle, yeah. bottle boys. I haven't really watched I don't think
2: it. Never seen Bottle Boys. Never actually. Never
1: plucked up the carriage No.
2: Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) There are some things that even we don't have, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Leon Thau. Oh, yes. Thau or Thor. Mm. um, Pops up in Up up Pompeii as Noxious in 1970 and then suddenly stops being an actor and becomes a director. Mm. So potty times amongst his earliest work. He does a couple of episodes of Shadows... Um, and also the Tomorrow People, Hitler's mm. Last Secret, with, oh, our, with our dear friend Michael Sheard, mm-hmm. and Who Done It, yeah. as oh, well, oh, yeah. uh, mm. which which were a great. Mm. And then weirdly, he does Prisoner Cell Block H, right? Which seems a, a very strange way to go. And then um, his sort of last works, a tea bag, the tea bag oh, cereals. Yes. Mm. Do you, do you remember those, Lisa?
2: I, I do remember those. I could not tell you exactly what they were about, but I do know that they were sort of. Um. Yeah, there was. A, it was a sort of land with. I'm sure they did sort of numbers and letters and hmm. things. That's all I could tell you. We do have the DVD, and I, we, it's on the pile. Yeah, to be watched amongst many others.
1: But, but yeah, Leontos. Um, I, I'mdb entry says born in 1926 in Jaffa, Israel, and died in May 2010 in Sturminster Newton, Dorset, which is which is relatively local. close to yeah. us. And That just seems a fascinating sort of trajectory yeah. in your life, yeah. To 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 have all these sort of shows, but yeah, it's it's just the Prisoner Cell Block H entry which intrigues me. Hmm. I'm assuming IMDb is correct, but but yeah, why did he suddenly go off to do that? Because we'll it was never late, know. Probably.
0: <laughs> so, of of you know the episodes of Potty Time that you've watched, what what stands out for you is that the stories is it the puppets is it the voices what do you think Lisa? um
2: I, I like the fact that uh, he, michael bentin's used historical events and and um classic books as a basic storyline um sometimes he, he does wander away from the history you were touching a bit at some of the of history right? <laughs> um, because you're quite
1: a history nerd yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this whole the Robin Hood one, and it that this, this is not to do with Michael Benzine because every time somebody does Robin Hood, mm. they bring in King Richard, and he's this great chivalric. Uh, yeah, King Richard king is the hero, isn't he? As a hero, yeah, and yeah. he wasn't like that at all. He he only spent a sort of he hated England. Yes, he spent less than a year or or, or so in England. Um, he's quoted as saying that if he had the chance, he would have sold London. Um, mm-hmm. If you could find a buyer for it, because he, he, all he basically wanted to do was go off and, and crusade. Yeah. So um, he didn't speak English. So, yeah. and although King John is not really a great king in terms of actually being in this country and ruling, he was an awful lot better. Mm. I mean, he was an, obviously yes, he was an awful king, but so, but yeah, so it's but that's 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 the Robin Hood myth. So obviously, you have to stick. To the Robin Hood myth.
1: I am Richard Plantagenet, King of England, and friend of all my subjects, both rich and poor. Hooray for King Richard! Hooray for King Richard! Hooray for King Richard! For me, it's the world building, because mm. um, I like to sort of understand a world when when people invent it. So, Potty Time is this weird universe. Um, and I was saying to you, Lisa, are these, like, potties actually reincarnations of these historical figures? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like w- when you die, do you come back as a potty. Because <laughs> it's, like it's not like they're acting, right? Yeah. Um, these potties believe that they are Who's these characters. Yeah. So yeah. have they fallen in from some weird alternative dimension or, or, or what? But over time... Because um, you get the the three musketeers mm. coming back, don't you? Yes. So that you you see them again, because there's a later one. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the man in the iron mask? Yeah, the potty in the iron mask. The potty in the iron mask. Yeah. Where you've got Cardinal Richelieu back. Yeah. Um, and now he's old and being pushed around in a bath chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I like that sort of Progression. Well, well, we had him a, a couple of years ago in the show, but now he's got old. Uh, and it's it's just a lovely little self-consistent universe it's completely mad but but as a kid being sort of able to visit that universe each week is is what sort of sticks in my mind it's not the stories as such because i don't really remember the stories Mm. obviously watching them as an adult you you see how it's scripted but it's just that weird little world where where these where these strange creatures existed and and you know that that's that's bentine's imagination mm. just just working on overdrive yeah. isn't it because yeah. yeah. uh, i mean i was saying to you lisa back yeah. we we talk about how sort of spike you know mm. how, how much of spike's imagination comes out of what he suffered in the war mm. you know it's an outlet and is that the same for Bentine? yeah i don't know well mm. it's interesting you say
0: that because the goon show is full of explosions and mm. people being killed, but not really, because they're yeah. alive in the next scene or the next episode. There's explosions, there's shootings, there's battles, uh, and I, from what I've seen, there's there's quite a few explosions in Potty Time.
1: Yeah, yeah. But but when when they did Where Eagles Dance, I said mm. to you, I'm from that generation, yeah, of, of the 70s, mm-hmm. where there was an awful lot of war world war Two stuff mm. you know films mm. and and in stories and, and things like that so the the this is the generation from that war sort of telling their stories mm. to, to 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 us as kids in all sorts of odd ways yeah mm. and 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 all of this stuff has to come out doesn't it mm. that it, it, you need to find an outlet for all of this and because um, Benteen sort of comments about sort of what is it when his mum died wasn't it yes but, um, yeah. he wasn't really upset was he
2: no um, no because he because he said no because I've, I've I've spoken to her and she, she's fine because mm. um, he believed that he could communicate so
0: yeah. oh right well because his um, son was um, died in very violent circumstances didn't he yes um, yeah. He yeah hit him was a plane hit a mountain or something
2: yeah it's I think it, it's a hill or something and, and he was he was instrumental in getting better legislation for airfields mm. so that these things didn't happen but I mean if you actually look at his life um it's, it's he had quite a tragic life michael Benteen because he lost his two eldest daughters as well before he died yeah so losing three of your God. children before
3: yeah.
2: you 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 know before you die it's it's, uh, it's just it's a wonder he was quite as 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 sane as he was really i mean he he seems to spend a lot of time laughing, and I think sometimes and and, and there is a quote who's him saying that if you're laughing it, it you know it helps you you can't feel depressed when you're laughing, yes, so yeah it's you know yeah it's it's he he seems to have sort of kept himself going by with humor,
1: yeah. And uh, I'd been investigating uh, my eldest son's death in in, uh, an aeroplane crash, and it was so weird and all the strange circumstances, they were completely innocent, the two lads that went. But uh, the aeroplane was part of a whole setup. that I wasn't happy with, so I wanted to find out what it was all about. And I got so filled with hate and uptight and what have you that uh, Harry Seacombe's brother, Fred, said to me, Michael, not like you to be filled with hate like that, that's not you, you know. And I said, no, it isn't Fred. He said, go back and entertain children like you used to do. Because I'd done it with the Bumbleys. Anybody remember the Bumbleys? Absolutely. They remember the yes, Bumbleys, yes. you see. They remember that years ago. I mean, they were, you know, like that, that, you see. And uh, so I went away and I wrote the potties. And I had a lot of fun doing it. Is, I mean, it's that thing I always, I always wonder. Out of the goons, which one would you actually want to go down the pub with? Yeah. And I think I'd veer towards Benteen, personally, yeah, because of his interest in science. And
2: maybe Harry Seacombe yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd, I'd, just for the crack. I'd probably, I'd probably say Seacombe. Yeah, mm. um, I could
0: imagine, depending on his mood, because <laughs> Milligan could be very, <laughs> Milligan could be very up, but he could also be very down. Yeah, um, mm. and Sellers, you know, depending on what film he was doing at the time, you know, you could be set across from you know yeah which Clouseau or stranger love or you know because he he would he he wouldn't come out of character when he was making he'd film. be
1: the character all the time mm-hmm. isn't it yeah whereas but, Seekin, but, I'm sure Sekin would get the rounds in uh, and... <laughs> I'm sure he would yeah I was going to say Bentin's interest in science and my interest in science do dovetail in some respects mm. I would start to sort of suck my sort of breath in over some of his sort of interest in parapsychology yeah yeah um and I can't I can't really get on board with 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 that, but when he when he, because I've, I've listened to the recording of his appearance on the Sky at Night talking about UFOs, I couldn't actually source a, a video copy of that. But um, yeah, he, he he's quite he's quite down to earth about about sort of UFOs and things like that because um, there's the talk about the the Nazca lines. In Peru, the, the markings oh, yes. and yep. people have suggested that it was like runways for UFOs, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and and Benteen's not having any of that, you no. know, and quite right too. You know. yeah. no, they're just markings on the ground that humans did.
2: Yeah, I mean, because Michael Bentine was also interested in because there's a the whole thing about he um, didn't he he, he organised some sort of sort of sort of quasi SAS thing in Peru. He taught them how to shoot because he was
1: quite into his guns yeah oh, yeah, yeah mm. which 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 again i'm not yeah. um but yeah I've, I've seen him sort of talking about guns and things like that with yeah. with the poli- senior police officer yeah. or something yeah. like that and,
2: and it's more about the damage that guns can do he's, yeah. he's not so much that you know that uh, policemen should be armed because, um, but uh, they should be armed in certain circumstances. So,
1: yeah, it, it's weird that you know, Benteen comes across to me. I thought I knew him. Yeah. But the more I find out about him, the less I understand him. Yeah. Mm. It's quite interesting.
2: He's a very yeah. complex human being. Yeah. So, yeah. so
1: potty time is just one sort of spoke in his wheel, isn't it? That there's a whole lot of other stuff that that I never got to see as a kid. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: and we. And we do have something in the house that was touched by him, don't oh, we? Oh, yes, we do. Yes. Yeah, well, cause you do. I do. Well, because I, I bought a second-hand copy of his autobiography. Oh, yes. Um, And when it arrived, it was signed by him to somebody. Oh. So I, I've, touched, I've touched something that Michael But Bacon the seller has didn't say that, did they? No, they didn't. They put a picture up and it had a signature on the picture. And I was like, oh, that, that can't be right. Because they were not asking
1: silly money that much
2: for yeah. it it was sort of less than 10 quid so I didn't expect it and then when it came it was it was signed to I can't remember who it was signed to it's buried in a pile now yeah um, it's over there over there somewhere. points but points at yeah.
1: pile um,
2: but yeah so it's like I, I can say that I've touched something that Michael Benteen touched. but you're lucky
1: like that because when you ordered a Spike Milligan book yeah it turned up with, yeah. a, with a bookmark yes which was a 5 rupee note wasn't it it was <laughs> which
2: was really odd yeah huh.
1: very strange
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it,
0: potty time do you think it would stand up today if you know CBBC or CBBS were to screen it i'm sure they wouldn't but were they to? do you think mm. kids today would would get engaged with it oh
2: um, i think it would in some respects i don't think kids see uh effects because i've i've i mean not we don't have children but I've in the past I've shown my nieces and nephews Doctor Who from the seventies where the effects are not always brilliant. Mm. Um, you know, they didn't have the money to, to be able to do it. And they don't see the bad effects, they just see what's on screen. Yeah. So I think it would. I think it'd be it would catch their imagination. Uh, they might want to know who the funny man in the in the in the blue jacket is, yeah. but
1: But don't forget this comes from a period when puppets were very much a staple part of television, mm. weren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not just the put the, the putties the, <laughs> make your windows <laughs> fall out. Um, the, it's not just the potties, because um, you've got Pipkins, yeah. Um, you've got Hickory House, mm-hmm. you've got Zippy and George, yeah. Magic, you know, Magic and you've roundabout. got all you've got. Yeah, you've got yeah. Magic Roundabout. You've got Camberwick Green still being mm. shown. There's, yeah. there's there's loads of puppets on the TV at this point. Mm-hmm. Less so these days, I think.
3: It was, there are a few around, but so
1: Clangers is doing well, isn't yeah. it? You yeah, know, the um, reboot of Clangers. Yeah. You watch that even I, now, don't you? I
2: love the Clangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, but who could front a potty time now? Who do? You th- well, nobody you think else could.
2: Could no? Is you, it, it? Is it very much it's Michael's? It's very thing? much Michael Benteen's show and his personality. You could repeat it now, and I think kids would watch it. Mm. But I don't think you could remake it. No, because it's unique to him. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah.
0: Um, interesting bit of trivia I picked up, by the way. Apparently, Michael Fabricant, the MP, modelled his look on the potties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, well. No. That explains a lot. Yeah, I read that somewhere.
0: Um, yeah. So, is there anything else that you guys want to mention with regards to this, or anything
1: to do with Benteen at all? Well, I would say um, Network, where's the other series? Yes. Because... We've got series 1 to 4. We haven't yeah. got 5, 6 and 7 yes. for some reason.
2: Yes. Now we know they exist. I'd like to see Yeah, I them. didn't
1: know they even existed until recently. So yeah. I would like the rest the rest yeah. available if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, just for completeness sake. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe, I'm they're, not, like maybe they're not releasing them because um, they've got
0: problematic problematic content on them. Maybe Ben There
2: is that.
1: (laughs) I have looked at some of the episode titles and I have sort of gone, ooh. (laughs) But then that's probably true of some of the ones I've got sitting here in front of me. Yeah,
2: and also they did release curry and chips.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Mm. That's true. Um, But yeah, for a tenner, I think we got a bargain. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, So, yeah, we, we... we'll probably never watch all of them <laughs> but then <laughs> but then it's nice to have them. yes there, that, that, that's our that's our attitude to yeah to, to stuff that even even if we don't ever watch all of it uh, i guess it's there I, I, and it exists it exists
0: yeah i guess you guys like myself or our generation um are the last generation that still cling to, to physical media
1: we regard downloads as as sort of backups when yes. you haven't got the real version available. Mm.
2: Yeah. I've done one or two things. Yeah, yeah. you
1: got Rent a Ghost Series Two off of the BBC Store years ago. One and two. One and two. But then mm. the BBC Store disappeared, and they they gave you the money back, it didn't is. they? So yeah. you just rented that. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I I'm I'm a technical sort of nerd. And DVD is still the best picture quality for so much of this stuff. For for, for videotape stuff, mm. anything on streaming has always got that horrible juddery effect on it. Yes, and I can I, I can always see that. Yeah. So, if it's a choice between spending a tenner to get four box sets, or or seeing it for a few quid with judders all over it, give me the box set every time. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, well, listen, Lisa, Andrew, thank you so much. Uh, it's been really enjoyable conversation and i've learned some stuff well about. thank you for having us <laughs> yes, and um, if people want to check out the podcast check out the other uh, stuff that you guys get involved with where can they find it
1: well ran the archives is on virtually every podcast under the sun a platform. Uh, p- platform under the sun yeah. so we're on we're on everything, really. Just yeah. type in round the archives in yeah. the mm-hmm. podcast platform of your choice, as and they we'll say. pop up, probably, and we'll appear. Yes, I oh. mean we are on YouTube as yeah. Lisa Parker. Mm-hmm. I do a little bit on of gaming stuff on Twitch mm-hmm. um, as Troby T-R-O-W-B-Y. But as I said, we also pop up on Vision on Sound yeah. uh, podcast, and also the Shy Life podcast, which mm-hmm. is our two our two regular haunts at yes. the moment, and occasionally
2: so. on the Exot Moss Experiment. Yeah
1: cuz yeah we're very much um of the opinion that li- little podcasts should support each other yes. so um if if we, if we if we do if we can help each other along the way that's that's the that's the thing you know there's there's too many big podcasts out there with famous people and us little guys don't get a look in so yeah there is it's um, nice to it's nice that they're always the ones that get nominated for um podcast yeah. awards I-, I I always say that the podcast awards should be named the podcast awards for the podcasts we've actually heard of, mm. Mm. in terms of the judges. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I I, re- I regard you know the little guys as as the proper podcasters. Mm. So, and there's a lot of us out there.
3: there is. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Mm. well,
0: look as I say, thank you so much again, uh, and uh, um, hope to have a yarn again sometime soon. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We'll go off and be a bit more potty now.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Thanks again to Lisa and Andrew. Uh, As I always say, please go on iTunes, give us a nice, juicy five-star rating and nice review because that really, really helps in terms of getting the the show noticed and uh, building up exposure. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening and bye.